glad that you're here today. Jesus is doing a work in us. I'm so excited about that. Let him have your way. Let him have his way in you today and just perceive the message that he's giving me for you as personal. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you for this message. We thank you for the words that you have for us that will lead us to eternal life, lead us to truth, to knowing you. We love you so much. We praise you. We give you all the glory. So, yeah, um, Jesus said this to me today to share with you. I love you. Do you believe me? I question myself. He's, the, he's saying, I love you. Do you believe me? Can you ask your question, yourself that question? I love you. Do you believe me? So, do you trust him or do you lean on another person or a thing? Because you really don't trust him. Do you see him as your provider? Is he the one you run to when you need something? Can you say that? Do you trust him in everything? Do you go to him in everything? Do you know him? It's really the only way that you can trust him is if you know him and you know his will. If you know his will for you is good and perfect and that he loves you, then you're going to be able to trust him. But if you don't know that, that's not what's going to happen. When he says, come, do you come? Do you hear him and just drop everything? Because you know how much he loves you and that he has something good for you. Matthew 7, 21 through 23. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, went into the kingdom of heaven. I'm going to paraphrase this into the revelation that he wants to give you, to you to this day, today. Um, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven. But those who know the will of the Father. That's my paraphrase. Those who know the will of the Father. That's a paraphrase I'm giving you because he wants you to understand. If you do the will of the Father, it's because you know his will. When you know he has good for you, when he loves you, when you're his first love, when his life is about you, when you know his will for you, then you're going to do his will. His will is his practice, his desire, what's important to him. It's like you have a will, what's important to you. He has a will, what's important to him what he desires. And it can be versus what you desire because what he desires for you is so much better than what you desire for yourself. Right? Ephesians 3.20. He has more for you than you can even ask or think. He has so much more for you than you can even imagine. And so when he says, come here, come sit with me, you're like, okay, because you want to hear what he has to say. You want to hear that good thing. You know him. You know his voice. Because you sit with him. 
You have to know him to know his will. So not everyone who calls me Lord, Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven because they don't know the will of my Father and because you don't know his will, you're not doing his will because you don't know he loves you. Then you don't go to him. You, you don't really believe that he loves you. If you did, you would be doing his will and not yours. And when we do his will, we're not doing our will. And our will is a thing that we do because we don't trust him. And our will ends up being taking care of us. It's about me, myself, me, only me. It's being self-centered, self-willed, because you can't trust someone you don't know. <laughs> right? You can't trust him because you don't know him. So not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven. So that means if you're calling him Lord and you don't really know him, that's why you're not entering in. How do you move in with someone you don't know? Why would you want to move in with someone you don't know and you don't trust? And so we have to get to know him. We have to take the time to know him and trust him and walk out on that water. He said to Peter, come on. And Peter went because he knew him. He knew he could trust him. And then all of a sudden when he looked away from Jesus, he fell. The disciples were men, just like you and I. They looked away from time to time. And when we look away, we're not going to know as well. We're not going to have that love. He's going to be estranged to us. So if you don't know his will, you'll be afraid to trust him. But when you know his will, if he tells you to do something, like, for instance, go off your medication, I'm going to heal you, you won't be able to do it. You'll be afraid to. But if you know him, you know you heard him. And you can trust him. And you know that he is going to heal you. The faith action that you lack is, you know, we say, sometimes people say they believe, but they don't have, they're just saying it. They don't act like they believe. So if Jesus were to tell a person to do this to prove your faith action or show you that you don't believe whatever his purpose and you don't do it, it's because you don't believe. You don't trust him. You're not sure that he loves you. And he won't force himself on us. He won't. So you got to choose him. You have to decide to put it all aside and get to know him. And then you'll get to the point where you'll trust him. And whatever he tells you to do, you won't be afraid to do it because you know that he's going to do good for you. He only has good in mind for you. So 
until verse 22. But Lord, I did all these things for you. I did this and that. And they did them out of works. Lord, I, 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 I did this because I thought it would please you. I did that because I thought I didn't know, but I thought so. But they didn't do it by faith and knowing him and knowing exactly what he is asking them to do. Knowing his will is know what pleases him, what he desires. And so you got to know him personally to know that. And so then, verse 23, he's going to say, I didn't know you. Away from me, you who didn't do my will. You who didn't trust me. You didn't trust me. You trusted in yourself. And when you trust in yourself, you're really your own God. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. He has to be that one you trust. When you have children, you want them to trust you, not someone else. If they go to someone else, you would be jealous. You're the mom, you're the dad. You're the parent. So... Um, your obedience to him proves that you know him and that you trust him. And your obedience to him brings you to that place where you can begin to know and trust him because you, you start getting a feel of his character when he corrects you or teaches you. And that, then you're going to get to that place where you're going to know that he loves you. You're going to believe that he loves you. So whatever he tells you to do, you're going to do it. I heard a cute little story this morning, um, something I read. And it was a mom and the grand granddaughter and the, the, oh, it was the grandma and the granddaughter, excuse me. And the grand, the grandma was playing a little game with her granddaughter and telling her something was true that the granddaughter didn't think was. But she eventually decided to believe the grandma because she trusted her. And that's the way it's going to be when we trust God. No matter what it looks like. You know, it might look like you're sick and you're going to die. But when you look to God and he said, I gave my son for you. I hurt because you hurt. He took those stripes for your healing. And if you believe that, then you're going to have that healing or whatever it is that you need. All his promises are yes and amen. 
Jesus bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain. Everything that is painful is hard. Jesus did it for you so you can live in freedom. He made everything right. He shed his blood so that you can live sin-free. Do you believe he did that for you? You have to believe it in order to walk in it, in order to believe that he loves you. If you believe that he loves you, then that just covers it all. And so bottom line is you got to get to know him so that you can believe his love for you. And if you're not getting to know him, you're going to miss out. You're going to miss out on all the good that he wants for you. So that's the word that I have for you today. If you never asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you, he's knocking at the door of your heart, Revelation 3.20. And if you receive that, if you receive that invitation, all you have to do is hear his voice so that he can bless you so that you can know him. When you heed his voice, you become aware of who he is because he manifests himself to the one who obeys him. If you're just going to ignore him, he's not going to show you who he is. But you got to reach out to him. you got to seek him. He's not going to force himself on you. It's your choice. Let's pray, Jesus. We thank you that you're always there for us. Thank you for this truth, this message that you have for us today. We thank you and praise you so much for telling us things to come, showing us how to be ready, showing us the things that we need to change, and how we have to live your, 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 your desires by faith and knowing how much you love us. Thank you for that message. I love you and praise you. Give you all. So thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited if you said that prayer. Remember, he uses word, John 1, 1, so we get to know the word. Then you start applying that word, walk in the word. And then you're going to begin to see him and know that he loves you and that you can trust him. Thanks so much for listening today. God bless you.